What's good? What's good, everybody? It's your boy B L A K H sitting here in Lynchburg City. Hot as always, at least during the summers anyway. Uh, kind of has a 80-something type feel to it. Hot, but not sweltering heat hot. You know what I mean? So, um, not sure if uh, everybody from Anchor has been uh, migrating to CastBox. But if you want to hear me live, to all my Anchor fans, don't forget, if you want to hear me live, just migrate over to CastBox, download the app. You don't have to pay for the app or anything like that. I've been getting people asking me, uh, why is it trying to make me pay for it and things like that. It's not, uh, it's a couple different ones, but if you go to the one that has, it has a similar uh, logo to the SoundCloud logo. I can, that's the best way I can put it to you. So it has a similar logo like that. It's orange with the uh, white stripes and it's similar to the SoundCloud logo. But nevertheless, to all of my uh, Anchor fans, and, and, and I'm still going to be recording on Anchor. I know I told you guys once I got to a thousand plays that I was going to pretty much do away with Anchor. But uh, I'm not going to do away with Anchor. So basically, I'm going to be doing uh, the Sixth Sense on Anchor and on CastBox. So once again... Uh, if you want to hear me live and you want to chime in by pressing the call-in button on your phone or laptop computer or tablet or whatever, then you can do that if you uh, migrate over to CastBox. And for everyone who's saying, okay, well, I'm just going to stay at Anchor, well, I want to appreciate that as well. So let me just jump right into today's topics, man. So Joe Biden says he will announce running mate sometimes next week. Which is going to be a good thing. I'm going to have a choice the first week in August. And I promise I'll let you know when I do. The Democratic presidential nominee told reporters. After delivering a speech about the racial equity part of his economic plan. Biden had previously pushed back his deadline for a decision from August 1st. To a bit later in the month. The Democratic National Convention starts on August 17th. Which happens to be a day after my birthday guys. And he is almost certain to announce his choice before that. The former, uh, the former vice president has pledged to choose a woman running mate. Last week, he said that the group of candidates he was still considering included four black women, among others. He was spotted speaking with California Representative Karen Bass, a late addition to the group of women under consideration while on Capitol Hill. On Monday, they pay respects to the late Georgia Representative George Lewis. Among the other women he is considering are several senators, including Kamala Harris, uh, Tammy Duckworth and Elizabeth Warren. Warren. Formal National Security Advisor Susan Rice is a contender and is New Mexico Governor uh, Michelle Lewan Grissom. And I was, um, you know what, me personally, all of those choices there uh, are grade A choices. Uh, me personally, I was under the impression that, well, at least there was a report at one time that uh, the mayor of Atlanta, Lakeisha Lance Bottoms, was uh, going to be a possible consideration as well. And I didn't see her name in the latest reports. But nevertheless, though, the names that did come up, uh, Kamala Harris, outside of uh, Lakeisha Lance Bottoms, Kamala, Kamala Harris would be the perfect vice president uh, alongside Joe Biden. And uh, I don't know too much about Karen Bass. Or uh, uh, Michelle Luan Grisham, uh, the New Mexico governor. However, I did see the, Mex the Mexico governor 
uh, New Mexico's governor uh, on TV some days ago as she was responding to the uh, the verbal language that was uh, she was attacked with by a male representative. I'm not sure if he was a senator or whatever the case may be. So that's pretty much the only thing I have on her. But aside of that, man, yeah, um, Lakeisha, uh, Lance Bottoms, or Kamala Harris. As I said earlier, either one of those women would be pretty much the perfect candidate because if you're going to change this country, you know what I mean? Me personally, I thought with Barack Obama being president, I didn't expect racism and all of that to just up and disappear to that. But I was under the impression that the country was headed in the right direction. And at least, I mean, you take away all of the, you know, the housing market and all of the type of stuff that happens when a president is in office. Just, you know, just take that, set that aside. And, uh, you know, it was it was relatively a really good eight years. You know what I mean? So it's going to be very interesting to see exactly who he picks in a couple weeks. I'm very excited to find out. Who he's gonna pick in a couple weeks, man. It's it's time that we really shake up politics. It's time that we really shake up the White House. A woman has been long overdue as far as a president of the United States. Uh they have they have been women presidents in other countries. Uh man, I can't. Theresa May from the UK, uh, even though she stepped that she resigned or stepped down, however you want to look at it. You know what I mean? She did, and uh Man, and 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 I, I can't believe I Portia Simpson Miller, and she was the Prime Minister, uh, Jamaica, and so that's you know so you know there have been women who have held the highest of power when it comes to leadership in the country, you know what I mean? So you know it's gonna be real good, man, real big. I think to start seeing women, in you know in the highest power, you know what I'm saying, political powers possible with that being the white house hey i'm all for it man yeah so um a toddler was found wandering alone maybe the son of a missing woman uh miramar police says when ebony williams first spotted the toddler the curly-haired boy was standing in a parking lot space of a miramar apartment complex she didn't see any adults nearby and then she heard him cry so the mom of four went closer thinking the mom had to be in the car or somewhere, but she realized that he was alone. I just walked around the complex hoping I would find someone looking for him, she said. By Monday evening, it had been more than 24 hours since she had found him wandering in the 1800 block of Southwest 68th Avenue in the area of Will Willowbrook Apartments. The boy is believed to be between two and three years old and has not been able to communicate. She called the police after doing a little detective work of her own, walking in and outside the complex, hoping she'd hear someone calling for her. She said he was friendly and grabbed her two fingers when she held out her hand to him. In a Monday afternoon press conference, Miramar police said the boy who was found in nothing but a t-shirt and diaper was in the care of the Broward Sheriff's Office Child Protective Investigation Section. Investigators are working, are working several tips but still had not identified the boy. The release video of the little boy walking down the hallway of the pol uh, police department holding a dinosaur toy. On Monday evening, Miramar police confirmed that they were looking into a tip that the boy is the son of Leela Cavett, who, according to her uh, Facebook page, lives in Atlanta. 
Cabot was last seen driving a mid-late 90s white Chevy 3500 with a red tailgate and a baby on board sign on the passenger window, according to the police. So, man, that's crazy right there. You know, it's, man, just, uh, you know, just what, a couple weeks ago and uh, somewhere in Virginia, I want to say northern part of Virginia, if I'm correct, uh, there was a lady. No, I'm sorry. I want to say there was in Roanoke. Yeah, over here in the central part where they found a, a woman was acting erratically. And when the police approached her, she was trying to assault them. And so after apprehending her, the police then searched the bags to find a, a newborn baby, a dead newborn baby in the bag. You know what I mean? And, and, and like, I have no sympathy. Now, if something happened to this little boy's mother to where she was kidnapped, murdered or something of that nature. Okay. I understand the context of him being alone, but you know, you have a lot of parents out here, man. Like, you know, God can't really dictate to some degree, I guess, who gets pregnant, you know, uh, but you got a lot of sad mothers out here. It's not just the fathers. I know the fathers get a lot of heat for being deadbeat dads and rightfully so, but you got some deadbeat mothers out here as well. You know what I mean? And and I'm not and I'm not saying by no means, you know what I'm saying, for those who are just starting to listen, by no means am I saying that this is the situation here, that this woman was a deadbeat woman because the reports say that she was she's been missing. So anything could have happened. So since they don't have any information as to where she is, where the body is, is she alive or anything like that, I won't consider her a deadbeat mother. But I'm just talking about in, in certain things overall, like I was saying about the baby being in the shopping bag while the woman was being apprehended. You know, things of these nature, uh, kids being left in, in, in cars and, 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 and dying from heat exposure and shit of that nature, man. Like... I have no room to stomach that kind of shit, man. So, you know, I just hope that this little boy's mom is 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 not dead. You know what I'm saying? And she's a, you know, I just hope she's not dead. I'm not going to go into it any further than that. Um, it's a fucked up situation, but you know, that's 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 how it comes. That's how it comes sometimes, man. So the real reason Donald Trump. And Melania sleeps in separate bedrooms. <laughs> so in June 2020, uh, saw the release of a new book about First Lady Melania Trump by Pulitzer Prize winning journalist Mary Jordan. The book, Art of the, the Art of Her Deal, The Untold Story of Melania Trump, is a full of revelations, including one fascinating tidbit about the relationship dynamics between uh, Melania and her husband, uh, Donald Trump. Jordan writes in her tell-all that Melania and her husband live separate, parallel lives to the extent that Melania, along with their parents and her son, Baron Trump, resides in the entirely separate area of the White House. Sans Donald, earlier books have also shared similar reports, including Fire and Fury inside the Trump White House by journalist Michael Wolf and Free Melania by CNN correspondent Kate Bennett. So why do Melania and President Trump sleep in different bedrooms? The answer may lie in the way of the allegedly treat their relationship. As, as other reports reveal, their separate sleeping arrangements were set in place long before the couple moved into the White House. 
All right, so Kate Bennett's free Melania revealed that not only does First Lady Melania Trump sleeps in a different bedroom from the president, but also her living quarters are on a different floor altogether. Her space more or less amounts to a private living space entirely with two bedrooms and a glam room and a private gym uh, per Business Insider. The American public quickly suspected a fractious relationship between the Trumps after Melania did not immediately join her husband in the White House, instead staying in New York City where their son Barron finished out the school year. Since then, Mary Jordan's 2020 tell-all, The Art of Her Deal, has revealed that Melania's refusal to move also served as leverage in her attempt to renegotiate her prenup. It seems, however, that their independent sleeping situation far predated uh, Trump's tenure as president, according to Business Insider. The couple has this arranged since the since at least 2006 when a woman who alleged to get to have had an affair with trump and shown melania's living quarters in their new york city residence at trump tower as trump reportedly put in the time melania liked her space to read or be alone via business insider but that's not all and you see everybody and their mom know that man like i mean you know people a person like me I'm, I'm very good at reading body language, but sometimes it doesn't even take a rocket scientist or anyone that's very good at it. Sometimes you can just look at certain situations and be like, she's very uncomfortable. Okay. Now with the whole negotiations of a prenup, let me tell you something, man, about women that come from that part of the country. Yo, it's a lot of male order brides that come from that part of the country. Now I'm not going to go as far as saying that Melania Trump is a male order bride. But I am saying that there is a lot of mail-order brides from that part of the world, okay? It is very obvious she does not love him. You know what I mean? You, you, let me tell you something. And, and, and I know a lot of people, and I'm not just going to start, I'm not just going to start and stop with Michelle Obama. But you could look in Michelle Obama's eyes and tell that she loved Barack Obama. You can look at Nancy Reagan and tell that she loved Ronald. You can look at uh, 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 Barbara Bush and tell that she loved George. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to one point in time, you could look at Hillary Clinton and tell that she was factuated and still in love with Bill Clinton. You know what I mean? It's at least the first four years of that uh, presidency, man. And you, I mean, I can go back as far as Jackie O, you know what I'm saying? And several other uh, first ladies in the White House and how their mannerisms and how they acted around their husbands in the limelight and outside of the limelight. Melania, Melania Trump, I mean, anybody with an eye, they don't even need two of them. And that eye that they're looking out of doesn't need 20-20 vision. Anybody can see that this is nothing more than a business arrangement. He's a fucking clown. You know what I mean? She's taking unnecessary blows because of this clown. You know what I mean? And 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 to let the truth be spoken, she's divorcing him 10 seconds after he gets his ass on that chopper and turn around and wave to the American people as the president for the last time come January. When his ass aboard that aircraft, I can assure you before that motherfucker land, their marriage will be over, man. <laughs> That's real talk, man. I'm not trying to uh, poo-poo on anything like that, man. But, yo, it is what it is. Coming up, man, on our sixth sense, I'm going to continue to give you guys the uh, headline news. And I also got a little sports for you as well. 
All that and much more, you're listening to your boy Blacker, and this is The Sixth Sense. So as I was saying, so Kylie Jenner is receiving backlash for reportedly shipping Stormy a $200,000 pony from the Netherlands. Okay, so, which I don't understand. And that's the thing that kills me with with with, with uh, social media, man. So Kylie Jenner, okay, it says here Kylie Jenner bought her two-year-old daughter Stormy Webster a pony that's estimated to cost two hundred thousand dollars, according according to the Daily Mail. The outlet reported that the makeup mogul, uh, t- who was twenty-two years old, port- purchased the horse from breeder Star Wit- Wilton. Jenner shipped the animal from the Netherlands to Los Angeles where he's isolating for 14 days due to the pandemic after learning that the lavish gift after learning about the lavish gift twitter uses credits to twitter users criticize jenner for buying her toddler such an expensive gift now here's the thing people because like and that shit is on all levels you know what i mean a two-year a two-year-old child i've learned several times with my own kids as well as my granddaughter who just turned two years old a few weeks ago on the 4th of July. I've learned when it comes to two-year-old kids, they happy with the fucking box. You know, all of this lavish spending and, it, and you know, and it it looks good, but the kid is not going to remember any of it. It's for the grown-ups who attend to be impressed. It's for the grown-ups who attend to, to, to have it as a memorable moment. But the person that all of these ex- lavish gifts from the Cardi B's of the world to the Beyonce's of the world to the Kim Kardashian's of the world to the Kylie Jenner's of the world and everyone in between, your kid's not going to understand none of this. Now, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just letting you guys know just in case you guys don't know. But 99% of me says you guys do know, but it's that 1% that has me speaking this right now. And, you know... They just not gonna remember it, man. They're not gonna remember it. You know, we have the past two years we have went out ourselves in sense of birthday parties for my granddaughter, and they've been lavish. The first one was at home actually last year, and then she had this one here at Putt Putt. And no, it's not hundreds of thousands of dollars being spent, but the point I'm trying to make is that whether you spend two hundred thousand or you spend two hundred dollars, the child is two. Not gonna remember it. They have no idea what's going on. All they know is a bunch of people smiling in their face, making a bunch of noise. And in return, some cry, some smile back. It is what it is, man. But yeah. So uh there's been um a bubble crisis. Not so much, well, I'm not going to even say a bubble crisis, but it's, it's been a crisis in the sport so far with baseball, with the whole pandemic. And uh, I'm starting to see now that there are games that are being, um, there are games that are being postponed due to this pandemic. And it's, it's, it's starting to get crazy right now, yo. And, and it's right now you have, that my last time I checked, it was like 11 or 12 Florida Marlins, the baseball team, who contracted the COVID-19 and tested positive for it. And so the teams that they, and they just started the season and it's a 60 game season. So you really can't afford to miss any games, especially if it's not due to an actual sports injury. But uh, this is real life. So 
you know, they in, in, in return, a couple other teams had to postpone their games and make sure their players are checked out because they played against the Florida Marlins. You know what I'm saying? That being the Baltimore um, Orioles or the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. One of the two. But nevertheless, those teams are uh, postponed today as, like they were yesterday. And uh, what I'm starting to notice a little bit that if it's in a controlled environment, meaning, you know, a dome, I guess, the bubble or whatever, then it seems to be that, you know, certain guys are, 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 are being safe. They're a lot safer to some degree. But... The NFL better be playing a close attention to Major League Baseball. They better be playing close attention because it's more people. You can't put it in a controlled environment like you can, let's say, soccer or basketball, something of that nature. You can't you can't put football in a controlled environment. You know what I mean? So the NFL is going to really, really have to start paying attention right now, man, because this pandemic, you know, the country opened up too early. I won't, you know, rant about that too much, you guys. But we're just start. We're just seeing, you know, what this COVID nineteen can do. You know, what I mean, I know people want sports. Like I say, I'm a big time sports head. I eat, sleep, and breathe fantasy sports. I've been playing baseball since it's been back. You know, what I mean, I got my baseball tickets in tonight as well. You know, but at that same time, I want to see healthy players, man. You know what I mean? And this is a, everybody want to see healthy players. I want to see them in the NBA, the NFL. I want to see them in. I want to see them in all major sports. I want to see them in all major sports. All major sports. I want to see healthy players. And that's real talk. So uh, there has been a list of NFL players who have been opting out due to you know COVID nineteen reasons. Uh, majority of them have come from the evil empire, the New England Patriots. And the NFL is putting plans into place for how to embark on as normal of a regular season as possible in the middle of a COVID-19 pandemic. The league has canceled preseason games, has protocols in place for training camps, and is continuing to put more information together for the 2020 season. Yet in, cert- in such uncertainty, uh, t- yet, in un- yet in such uncertain times, both in football and in the United States at large, there were always going to be NFL players who made the tough decision to opt out playing this year, whether for pre-existing health conditions, personal or with, with their family, or just general concerns. It's a decision that the league terms and fans have uh, respect. And so as of the 2020 NFL season takes shape, we're starting to see more players decide to opt out of playing this year. Subsequently, it's a good idea to take note of the guys who are making that decision. Now, tracking the NFL players who won't play in 2020 amid COVID-19 concerns. Now, I'm going to give you guys a list of names below. Uh, The Ravens offensive tackle Andre Smith. Uh, the veteran offensive tackle was slated to provide depth up front for Baltimore this season, but has elected to instead to sit out the 2020 campaign. Uh, the Patriots running back Brandon Bolden, one of the uh, Bill Belichick's favorite uh, players, makes his fifth player from the New England Patriots, who has opted uh, opted not to play this season. And majority of the players on the Patriots, all of them have like three rings and shit like that. So that's even crazier. All right, and also uh, the Patriots linebacker Dante Hightower reported that ESPN's the Patriots star linebacker would not be playing 
due to uh, health concerns and his family welcomed the baby on July 16th. And also Ravens running back DeAnthony Thomas. Thomas' decision not to play this year seems to be over personal concerns, but the team's primary returner will not be in Baltimore this year. And also uh, the Seahawks' old offensive guard Chance Warmack, a former first-rounder. Warmack sat out last season to get healthy but made this decision as reported due to several people close to him having contracted the COVID-19. And Cowboys cornerback Maurice Kennedy. Kennedy was expected to be on the roster bubble in 2020 with Dallas, but tweeted out his decision, citing to keep his family safe as his first priority. Also, Washington football team defensive tackle Caleb Brantley, Patriots offensive lineman Najee Torin, Patriots fullback Dan Vital, Patriots offensive tackle Marcus Cannon, and Chiefs offensive guard Laurent Durbinet. So this is going to be crazy. You know, uh, I didn't see this coming for the NFL. I, I, I kind of saw this coming. I was expecting to see this for the NBA. But, uh, you know, you got guys with preconditioned uh, health situations. And you also have people who live in homes where they're multi-generations. So I get it. I'm glad to see that everybody is not all about money. And you say, you know what? What's good is the money if I'm not around to spend it or the people I love the most is not around to, to enjoy it. So, you know, and a lot of these guys are millionaires and a lot of these guys, despite the stories that you hear, the rich today, broke, the, broke tomorrow stories. A lot of the guys in the NFL do really good with uh, handling their money. So, you know, it's, it's, it sounds like a lot of guys, um, to some degree it is, to some teams like the... Patriots, they're losing a lot of firepower. Now, of course, Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches when it comes to replacing players. He's known for getting rid of players a year early as opposed to a year late. So if there's any coach that can know how to maneuver and stay a step ahead of what's going on with this COVID-19, I can assure you that it's going to be Bill Belichick. This, this is nothing new to him. Uh, taking, you know, low draft round players and, you know, no-name players and turning them to all-stars and superstars and pro bowlers and things of that nature. This is what Bill Belichick does. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't concern me one bit that uh, Bill Belichick is going to be uh, doing this. So, yeah. So, it's going to be nice. And, uh, yeah, I just can't wait for the NFL season to start but at the same time I need these guys to be healthy as possible as I was saying uh some time ago JJ Watt was basically saying that he would rather retire as opposed to wearing a face mask while wearing a shield and a helmet over his head to protect him and to some degree I can understand it man listen you're out there on that field these guys are 200 plus some pounds uh you're, you're constantly in collisions and you know you know, you're going to get tired, you know what I'm saying? So, and you have extra stuff that's, 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 uh, you know, blocking your breathing constriction to some degree. You know, everybody, everybody is feeling that now, you know what I'm saying? All throughout the United States, people in China and places like that, they're used to wearing these masks. So it's nothing to them to have it on in a hundred degree heat or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? In a closed location or anything like that, they're comfortable with it. They're perfectly fine. However, the Americans, we're not used to these masks, but people, we have to get used to them. 
uh, you know, you know, it's only one as of right now. It's only one way to at least curve it, bend it, suppress it, and that's for people to wear a mask. That's for people to wash their hands. And on that note, I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy B L A Double K A. As always, you can catch me on Castbox Live daily at 5:30, or you can catch me on Anchor. However you choose, whichever one you guys want to do, it's perfectly fine with me. I just want to let you know you have the option to do either. Continue to wash your hands. Continue to practice your social distancing. You're six feet apart. Continue to wear your mask. Continue to love one another. And I'll get at you guys soon. Peace.